Also, we spoke to Paul Atrevo, who is a celebrity chef restaurateur, and he said some time ago he was going to open on in July, come hell or high water, and it didn't matter whether the government told him he could or not. Do you still stand by that, Paul? Absolutely. You don't make empty threats and then not follow them through. And I can tell you one thing. I've been listening for the last few months to restaurant associations, hotel associations, all these kind of guys, and we are still closed because none of them have the balls to turn around and say, finally, this government are a bunch of morons and they are destroying livelihoods, destroying industries with absolutely zero consequences as to what's coming down the line afterwards. It is going to be an absolute disaster the way these guys are running the show. And well, so I, but I think, I, I, think, I think the important thing that was said from the Irish Hotel Federation, just at the start of the show there for the president of the Irish Hotel Federation, was that it, I think it's a lack of confidence in the Irish hotel industry and a lack of confidence in the restaurants and the bars and everything else. So in other words, people are not booking it. They're not planning on doing it because they know by the time it comes around it's probably not going to happen anyway because that's what's happened the last three or four times they've booked something. Well, it, it's not a lack of confidence in bars, restaurants or hotels. It's a lack of confidence in, in the, the government. government. Yeah, yes, that's what yeah. I'm saying. In the government for them to be open in uh, the first absolutely. place. But it's also a lack of courage that, I mean, there's times I say to myself, am I the only clown shouting and screaming here to say, like, we, so, like why is no... But why quite, are you the only clown shouting uh, and screaming? I don't, and I don't mean that in a disrespect, uh, but, why, but why are you? Because uh, what I can understand, I'm at the listening to three people, including yourself, by the way, okay? yeah. the pre- president of the Hotel Federation, a chap there, Blaine from Duddy Gallo owns a hotel. And I'm saying to all three, and I've said it to the previous two, and I still can't get a definitive answer, what happens if the government don't do anything? And we stick to Tony Holohan's plan of keeping it an outdoor summer. And, you know, and maybe we might introduce in July a little bit of outdoor dining or something like that, just to plamoss us a little bit. Are you all just going to sit down, restaurateurs, hotel owners, bar owners, and say, oh, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll go with that, Jane. That's okay. Well, well, Thankful for small won't. mercies. I certainly won't. I was saying back in January, I said, listen to the wording that our senior officials are saying here in January. They were talking about outdoor summers back in January. I don't know what country they think they're, they're running, uh, but you cannot do, out, for, even forget about the weather. About 80% of businesses open straight up onto the footpath and onto a main road. So outdoor dining is just is ludicrous. It's absolute insanity that we're still talking about it. And none of these chat shows, I did a big post on my Facebook page. I have a picture of all these well-known people when you come into the restaurant. And one of them is of Claire Byrne. And I said, I'm taking it off the wall. I said, because I just cannot tolerate the absolute blatant disregard and disrespect they have for our entire industry, the music industry, the av- they're laughing I hope you don't have my picture taken off your wall. Not that I ever had a picture uh, well, on your wall in the first place. You see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 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 uh, but I deserve a place on your wall at this stage. But, but in saying that, Paul, I'm not seeing the clarity. We're, I mean, here we have Britain are over there, you know, and they're sculling back their wine. Up in Northern Ireland, they're, they're open, their, their retail industry is, are all open this Friday. You're going to see busloads of people from the south, by the way, going to the north this Friday, probably. Uh, you know, up to Ikea and all the different places that are 100%. open up there. And by the way, and good luck to them. If uh, they 100%, are. they're totally right. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't say, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. You're going to see people this year in Ireland booking their holidays to Belfast, uh, going out to Belfast International Airport because they get a two grand fine if they go out to Irish airports. They'll be going up, if they're living in Dundalk, they're going to be going into Newry to sit in a restaurant. I mean, and you guys are all sitting in your arses going, uh, I mean, not you, Paul, personally, mm. but I was saying, oh, well, look, if that's what it has to be, that's what it has to be. Yeah, it's beyond poor me. little Paddy, huh? Yeah, it's beyond me. Like, to be honest with you, and the, with the greatest respect to our beloved neighbours, it's no surprise it took us 800 years to get the Brits out of the country, because we all just sat here and looked at them and said, sure, sure, that's grand. Like, I mean, <laughs> at what point are we going to turn around and stand up and fight for our livelihoods? Because here's what's going to happen, Niall. It's very, very simple. 
when this current Taoiseach is gone in the next 12 months, give or take or whatever, he'll turn around and say, look, I did the best I could, lads, in COVID, and thanks very much, and off you go, and it's now up to the new fellow who comes in. Yeah, and, and I have a pension for the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, and grand. the new fellow will come in, and he'll say, oh, Jesus, look, I have to clean up the mess from the last fellow. And meanwhile, we're all like sat here actually cleaning up the mess. So this is the but, way... But, but, look at the, but look at the disrespect for you guys. Last night uh, on RTE Primetime, uh, Sarah McInerney asked, uh, and in fairness, she did ask him twice yeah. to give some sort of clarity in dates. Well, he did give June the 31st <laughs> this morning, all right? <laughs> but some sort of clarity in dates. And he said, I won't be drawn into that conversation. Here's a Minister for Health who's completely and utterly responsible for everybody in this industry at the moment being out of a job because he's the one ultimately uh, passing on the information to the, the Taoiseach and, get, you know, making these and causing these restrictions and lockdowns and yet he will not give a date or give any light at the end of the tunnel to the national broadcaster during an interview I'll go one step even further because I'm certainly not going to disagree with any of that everybody in the hospitality industry so anybody who's listening now just go onto my Twitter feed at Paul Trevo you'll see exactly what I'm talking about everyone in the music industry everybody in aviation our Taoiseach has told us none of us are essential not one of us is essential in this society, in this country. If we all drop dead today, nobody would give a damn. That's what our Taoiseach is saying to all of us in this industry who are fighting tooth and nail to have some form of livelihood, to try and uh, provide some sort of a future for our children. Our Taoiseach of this country thinks that not one single one of us is essential to this country. Well, I mean, it goes to show you yesterday when Joe Walsh, who's probably one of the best-known tour operators in Ireland, uh, closed down, closed its doors for good yesterday. Now, I know at that sta- at this stage, because at this stage of the game, their staff levels had dropped substantially because of COVID-19, uh, but still many people out of a job yesterday, and it practically went unnoticed. Yeah, it's and, and that just goes to show you where our priorities lie. But there's, like, there's bars and restaurants that have closed and gone for good. What's going to happen this year is that Simple things like trying to tell our staff as to when they can start. So our staff are gone. They're either gone back home to their own countries to work for the season over there. They're gone to the UK. They're gone to different industries. They're gone. So we won't be able to get any staff in order to do it. When we do open up, particularly in rural Ireland, and we get maybe three, four, six weeks, who knows, because they can't give us a damn answer. And here's the thing, that they can't give you date in case things. Give us a date, but also say, look, lads, if it goes ways we might have to, but at least we know we have some idea, some indication. But the, like, the problem is not uh, but yeah, yeah, but you can't be going down that road. I mean, Michal Martin mentioned there last week when he was asked on TV3 or whatever it is, Virgin Media 1, whatever it's called now, uh, he was asked, uh, will there be another lockdown at Christmas? And he said he couldn't rule it out. I mean, this can't go on forever. No, but the this day is getting ridiculous at this The stage. day before, he said, we want to make sure we're staying locked down for as long as possible so that we don't have to lock down. That's the ridiculous, yes. that's a ridiculous that's, statement. That's what he says on Tuesday, to change it again on well, Wednesday. Well, this is what I said this morning. I was talking to Ash and Ruth this morning about this. I, this time last year we were going to oh I hope we don't go into another lockdown or I hope we don't go into another lockdown after this one ends whatever right grand at least we, we kind of always had a threat of it now we're just in permanent lockdown and we're praying to get out of it yeah. we've actually normalised lockdowns that which is so frightening because now in the back of our heads we're all saying if somebody sneezes now in September, October shite close the place down again lads we're, we're in trouble here mm. like mm. it's just 
I, I don't understand, and if there's people listening, I'm just saying, God, please stand up and fight for your livelihood, for your future, for your children's future. We cannot continue with this. How are they continuously blaming pubs? It's all the pubs' fault. They've been closed for 14 goddamn months. Oh, they blamed you before Christmas yeah, as well, by absolutely. the way. And, and by the way, the data has since shown that it wasn't that people went mad at Christmas and actually enjoyed themselves in a restaurant or a bar or whatever it happened to be. It was the fact that the data, before the end of the last lockdown in November, the data showed that the case numbers were already rising because it was most likely seasonal anyway. But, but Paul, in relation to um, what you're going to do, so y- now you made this promise a while ago and I kind of yeah. made a bit of a laugh at you the last time saying, well, you know, you, what, uh, this was two months ago when you told me the last time you were doing this. I mean, it's still July, you're saying. I mean, look, it probably will. Maybe the sector will be open by July. Why not make a stand sooner than that? Why don't you do something about it, Paul? Great question. So here, here's very simply, because at the moment, there is indoor dining taking place in this country, unbeknownst to the majority of the people listening here. Where? In all hotels around the country, and they're considered essential travellers. So I can't do indoor dining for essential travelling. So am I going to wait till the 1st of July? Here's my answer. No. If our beloved government turn around and come out with a statement tomorrow to say that they're going to allow hotels to open up in the 10th of June and serve indoor dining and indoor drinking, I'm bringing my day forward to the 10th of June because I know I am not a scientist. I know I am not an immunologist. However, I'm not a moron. And to the best of my, the best of my knowledge... No virus is smart enough to know if a fella sitting down and staying the night or not. <laughs> so if they bring indoor dining into hotels before the 1st of July, Trevo's restaurant in Killarney will be serving indoor dining that night. And I, I like the way you're anyone, thinking now, Paul. I like the way you're thinking. I will challenge anyone to question me on that one. If does, they could, by the way, does the virus know how good, know how good the food is in Trevo's restaurant? I, I, well, I, you know what? It can't. Do you know what I did? I got in this amazing machine, UV light. This is what we do in restaurants that kills everything. Everything. Right. Uh, but, but I mean, like, so, so that's the extent we've done. We opened last year, and this is what the government don't want you thinking about either. We opened our, our trade last year with no masks, with no uh, vaccine, with no anything, and nobody got any, there was no cases. No. Now we have the vaccines, now we have everything else, and they're saying we can't do it. And here's why. Because the government don't want you knowing that 99% of the cases of COVID now are the UK variant that they allowed in over January, over Christmas. Okay, but just on a final note, so just to reiterate it again, if the government come out tomorrow and say indoor dining in hotels will be available from the 10th of June, you are opening, and they don't give clarity to you guys, Yeah, you are opening on the 10th of June. I can tell you now. They and do you encourage other restaurateurs around the country to open as well? I can't ask anybody to do anything else. Ah, you I can if you want to. I will be seriously impressed if other restaurants and bars follow suit. That if you can sit in a hotel and have a pint in their main bar, and you can sit in their main restaurant and have dinner, I would be well impressed with any other bar and restaurant that opens up and offers that exact same facility. Because here's why. If they don't allow us to do it, it is very simply discrimination. And I will take Well, there's no scientific, uh, scientific logic reason, as you rightly said, the virus doesn't know where it is. No, exactly. There's no yeah. scientific, uh, scientific uh, logic to anything that these guys have done in the last 12 or 14 months. And I'm not denying COVID. I don't, don't get, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not suggesting I'm not for a minute you are. No. Of course it's there. Of course, unfortunately, people have lost their lives. Of course it's very serious. But they're taking us for utter morons if they think... 
that you can walk around a shopping centre for an hour and a half and, and, and like be fine and you can't come in and have dinner for an hour. A husband and wife, people from the same household, their family can't come in and sit in the restaurant. I have 80 seats in the restaurant here. Are you telling me I can't have 25 seats spaced out? At least I'm doing my job. At least I'm feeling somewhat sane. At least I've got some purpose of living even though they, they don't want me to think that I'm essential in, in the world of their lives. Absolutely. Listen, Paul, thank you very much indeed. Paul Trevo from Trevo's Restaurant in Killarney. Thank you very much indeed. Now he's going to open the 10th of June. Maybe you're a restaurant or a bar and you're going to follow suit if he doesn't get clarity tomorrow by the government. So it's up to you, Hall Martin. The ball is in your court now. 